Um, Cody Cece, he's been unreal. <laughs> I don't know, man. Cody um, Pittsburgh, Cece. he's been good, though. <laughs> uh, I, I was watching their game against Boston like a couple days ago, and every time Cody Cece touched the puck, I got so nervous. Like, he can't skate. It doesn't look like he knows where to be positioned in his defensive zone. Like, I'm going to call him out. I think if, if the Penguins were to make a move, it's a right-handed defenseman. <laughs> they got to get CC out of the lineup. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Unlimited. It's been two weeks, but here we go. Finally, another episode. And I got a great guest with me as well today, Matthew Verkike. Matt, first and foremost, before we jump into what we're talking about today, how are you doing? It's Easter Sunday. How's your Easter been and how are you? Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I'm doing good. Uh, Got lots of chocolates today, so I'm set for the next bit. Yeah, Easter Um, Bunny was good to you. Yeah, he's super to me. <laughs> All right, perfect. I love to hear it. Um, so yeah, Matt is a gigantic NHL fan. So it's an NHL episode. It's going to be NHL heavy. We're going to be focusing on his favorite team, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Been wanting to do a Pittsburgh Penguins episode for a long, long time. I was a Penguins fan growing up. Matt's a big Penguins fan as well. So he's like the perfect guest to, uh, to have on this episode. We'll be, we'll be touching on some Toronto Maple Leafs later on as well. Um, but yeah, before we get into it, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment anything you want in the comment section below. And yeah, let's just get right into it. The Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm just going to start it off. Matt, how have you been enjoying watching the Penguins this year? And what are your thoughts on how they've done so far this season? Um, they're doing amazing. Like, uh, honestly, I didn't expect like them to be doing. I thought they were going to decline again from last year after they got kicked out from Montreal in the bubble but um yeah they're doing great like they're I've watched probably about half of the games um and like every night they've had like the first half of the season was was a little there's some bad moments but now everything's gelling and they just got to recover from their injuries and like considering all the injuries they've had and how well they're doing right now they've made their way up to what like first in the almost first in the east division yeah going for that spot so considering all the injuries i'm really happy with how they've played yeah it's it's been pretty crazy because like i think you know heading into this season most like general nhl fans would say the penguins are gonna decline they're not gonna make the playoffs this year potentially especially with boston in their division they're gonna take their spot then you got you know, the, the Capitals and the Islanders who are going to be locks for the playoffs. And then you got like the Rangers, the, the, the Devils, too. the Flyers. Yeah, yeah. nobody's talking about the Flyers. Well, they haven't had a great season at all. And it looks like they're going to miss the playoffs. But yeah, people would say they could finish even first in the division. Uh, right? Car- yeah. Carter Hart, um, Vesna Caliber. That's definitely not the case <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. year with him. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think, you know, the injuries have been a tough, spot for them and they've been dealing with a lot of them especially now with Malkin being out on LTIR doesn't look like he's going to be back soon he can be eligible to return on April 11th but I don't know if that's going to hold up because it sounds like it's a little bit more serious Um, but uh, what do you think is like the ideal outcome I guess for this season for the Penguins do you think they you know went around do they 
can they do they have the caliber the cup, of the team to win the cup? Like, <laughs> that's seriously, what I'm what, hoping what, for. Yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, okay. I've like without obviously I'm a little biased, but like I'd say that I would consider them a serious dark horse like cup team. Really? Like, okay. Win the cup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I could definitely see them as a dark horse. Not many many people are talking about them even right now. Like people are more focused on the Capitals or some teams in like the Western Conference, like the the Avalanche are like the favorites to win, um, or even the Leafs. People are saying the Leafs could win the cup. Um, but yeah, the Penguins are you know in that mix of teams that that can definitely make some noise in the playoffs. But like if you look at a first round potential opponent right now, the Penguins are in third in their division. They'll be facing the Islanders in in round one. That's a tough series right away. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be really challenging to even make it out of those two rounds within their East Division rivals. But, but you think they can they can pull out of that and and beat teams like the Caps and and the Isles? Yeah, like the season series against the Islanders have been in Pittsburgh's favor from what I've watched. Um, maybe there are a couple of games at the beginning of the year I missed that the Islanders won, but like Pittsburgh's been doing really well against the Islanders and um, yeah, I don't know. I think they can beat the Capitals. Um, Ovechkin's not having a great year. Obviously the Capitals are doing great, but um, also I think Pittsburgh's goaltending is just really um, underrated as well. Um, Cause you had Matt Mary come in and then all of a sudden he's gone and people are probably like, who are these two new guys? But both of Pittsburgh's goalies have contributed so much this season, and they're both really, um, really doing a good job. So, I don't know. I think with their good goaltending, and I think they can beat the Islanders. I think they can beat the Caps. And um, I don't know. There'd be good series, but yeah, who knows from there? But no, you're right. Like the goaltending has definitely been underestimated for sure. And you know, losing Matt Murray in, in the off season, I think, you know, Pittsburgh fa- fans were okay with having Jari as the starter because we saw what he could do last year and the potential that he had, and he had a good season, and he's still a young guy, so he's going to get better anyways. But then Casey DeSmith has come out of nowhere yeah. and has just been unreal. I think his save percentage is around 920 so far this yeah. season. I think it might be higher than that. I don't know. Yeah, it might be. Um, yeah, he's been a terrific pickup in like my fantasy hockey league as well. Are you doing fantasy this year? I am doing fantasy. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. A cheap little league. I put in like 10 bucks, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some, something like that for my league as well. Not the most serious thing, but yeah. Casey DeSmith has been terrific. And I mean, he, I don't see him at any point. I mean, it's tough to say, but I don't think he'll take the starting role from Jari, but he has been terrific. If it does go downhill for Jari, you know, closer to playoff time, or if he loses a couple of games in a row around playoff time, they can go to DeSmith and he can come in and, and win them a game. It so. seems to be a pattern in Pittsburgh, just goalies coming and going. Goalie lately. tandems. Goalie yeah. tandems. So we'll see. Like, who knows? Maybe Jerry will start the playoffs and then DeSmith will have to come in like Marion Flurry back in um, 2016, but yeah, or 2017 too. Yeah. And I do want to get into, you know, some of those cup runs that the Penguins had and and just their overall, like, identity as a franchise. Um, but uh, I guess before we get into that, just finishing off on on this year, like, 
I want to know what you think needs to be improved upon at the trade deadline in order for them to, you know, make a long playoff run. Do you think there needs to be any significant upgrades or do you like this team the way it is? I really like this team this year. Like the depth that Pittsburgh has, especially for their forward group. um, I think like they can score so many goals and they have been recently like they're proving that, especially with all their, their injuries. Um, so I really like the Pittsburgh team right now. But, I mean, I guess there's always a player you can pick up if you're trying to push for the playoffs. You know, like if there's someone available and they could fit on the roster without taking someone important like out of a spot, then I could see Pittsburgh picking up someone. But defense-wise, I think, um, I think rumors have it Pedersen might be going. I don't know, but um, I don't mind him. He's okay. Uh, I, he's not exactly a big point production, but like no. he gets the job done. Um, John he's good Reno's defensively. Great. John, John Reno's Reno. amazing. Mike Matheson, great pickup. Yep. Um, Cody Cece, he's been unreal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Cody Pittsburgh, CC. he's been good, though. <laughs> uh, I, I was watching their game against Boston like a couple of days ago, and every time Cody Cece touched the puck, I got so nervous. Like, he can't skate. It doesn't look like he knows where to be positioned in his defensive zone. Like, I'm going to call him out. I think if, if the Penguins were to make a move, it's a right-handed defenseman. <laughs> they got to get CC out of the lineup. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Like, they're not going to be able to trade CC away and get someone back. They'll have to, like, keep him or or just add him as a throw into the deal but i think like i look at pittsburgh and like i agree with you the depth that they have is is ridiculous and we're gonna jump into like how they actually like find these players and and stuff like that because i don't know like sam lafferty like he's been a huge pickup for them they just you know called up some other guys that have been contributing and scoring goals um teddy bluger zach aston reese just depth guys that have really come into their own this year. Brandon Tanev was a great pickup a couple of years ago. Oh, Tanev's um, doing unreal. Yeah. That guy, he like doesn't stop skating. Like he, he's, no, just, he's a workhorse. He's a, he's a Zach Hyman. That's what I'd say he is. Yeah. And he's going to be perfect for the playoffs too. Like four check speed. That's all what the playoffs is about. And, and he gets a lot of hits as well. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, the Penguins do have a ton of depth. I think right now and just the way that, like the team is with Malkin on IR and the center depth kind of looking a little bit thin. Like right now they have Jared McCann as the second line center. And I think McCann is a top six slash top nine player, maybe yeah. not a center though, maybe a winger. Yeah. Um. So if Malkin's injury is like really serious, they got to look at, at getting a center because a one, two, three of, of Crosby McCann, and the third line center is uh teddy bluger but he's injured right right. now as well so and then we're waiting on him exactly and then after that it's like freddie gaudreau and uh and mark jankowski and i like jankowski too great fourth line yeah exactly he's been great on the fourth line good pickup from uh calgary but i think like i said if, if malkin is gonna be out for a little bit more time and he might be out for maybe the first round of the playoffs, it probably won't stretch that too long. But just knowing that there is an injury with Malkin definitely concerns me a little bit. And you might want to add like a center and 
looking back at that 2016, 2017, they had Nick Benino there, who was a guy who could step into the top six when one of the guys got hurt up front. I think that they're lacking a little bit of depth at center. And other than Cody Cece, I think they're fine. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it's just the center depth and Cody Cece. Um, but do you agree? Do you think that maybe they can look at adding a center? Yeah, I'm not sure like the seriousness of Malkin's injury, but if he's not going to be back to the to the playoffs or around then, then definitely picking up just a depth center would be a a good pickup. Yeah, exactly. But um, when they're all healthy, like uh, Crosby, Malkin, Bluger, Jankowski, like f- those four centers rolling are all good. Like I think I think uh, Bluger is the perfect third line center, and he's like only going to get better. Yeah. Yeah, and like other depth players that they have, like Evan Rodriguez, who was a guy that they traded away. He was on the Leafs for like a second, and then the Penguins got him back. I think, you know, he's been a great job of stepping in no matter where they they play him into the lineup. He can play on the first line with Crosby, or he can drop down to the fourth line um, and play with Jankowski. Um, Anthony Angelo is another guy that's stepped in and like been an above average fourth liner. Like, I don't know how the Penguins find these players, but for some reason, they're just able to develop these, you know, young players and bring them in and, and they can play well under Mike Sullivan. So um, let's talk a little bit about, I guess, the Penguins identity and I, like, there's no real answer to this, but in your opinion, how do you think they've managed to like stay so consistent from a year to year basis and been able to make the playoffs for you know so many years in a row well i think that there's like a couple different reasons but first off crosby okay and malkin yep and and the tang we'll just say the big three goaltending has been solid all right we had flurry mary was solid in the playoffs and then um and then i believe his dad passed away and then he had a poor season and and he just didn't seem to recover from there back to himself. But um, goaltending has been great. And then, like you said, just how they're getting these depth players like from the farm teams, developing them slowly through like Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, and and just like getting players that can play anywhere in the lineup, especially with Crosby, especially in third and fourth minutes. So. And just, I don't know, coaching too. Coaching's been good. Mike Sullivan, first two years, first two cups, can't complain. (laughs) Two for two, exactly. And even before him, like Dan Bilesma had a good run at it um, until like the later years where he just could get them past like the first round and ultimately got fired. But, uh, you know, he was good. He won won the cup with them in in 2009. Um, And then, yeah, as soon as Sullivan came, two cups in a row and even though the penguins have haven't had the playoff success like they had in 2016 2017 like second round wash uh, lost to washington in 2018 that was a hard-fought series they pushed it to six games if they win that series you, you never know like maybe that's another stanley cup final I, i'm not going to say three pete i think that's crazy but maybe they make it to the cup final um and that they would play Vegas, actually. That yeah. would be an insane Stanley Cup final. Flurry going happen. against. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Wow, that'd be crazy. 
And and you never know what could have happened in that series. Maybe the Penguins do win and they win three in a row. But if 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 it wasn't for Kuznetsov in in overtime in in that sixth oh. game, Crusher, I was watching Crusher, that game. That was just Crusher. rough. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I don't know what it is. I think ever since I don't know if they had the same level of um, prospects in the AHL when um, Ray Shiro was the GM. I think ever since Jim Rutherford took over, yeah. there's just been, there's I don't been know a different it's... kind of vibe to me. I don't know. Yeah. Like well, a, a, kind of a new identity. Yeah. And Rutherford's gone now. He, he, he stepped out or he, he stepped down from the role. I don't think he was fired. He like parted ways with them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ever since he was there, um, they've just been able to find these gems. And I don't know if it was really through the draft necessarily, but they've done a good job of bringing in guys from the States, young players, developing them in their AHL system and bringing them up. Zach Aston Reese, I believe he was a Hobie Baker winner. Um, yeah, he was, he was played NCAA, right? Yeah, he was yeah. good. John Marino as well played in the States, bringing him over. Um, so, and I also think like, it might not just be the players. I feel like it has something to do with the playing style that Mike Sullivan has gotten them to play and the Penguins identity now. And I don't know if this is a bit of a hot take or not, but I think the Penguins identity is the most established identity in the national hockey league. You can put any players on the Pittsburgh Penguins and they can win you a game just because of the playing style that they play. And I don't know if we've seen an identity like that in a long, long time. Like, there's so many teams around the league that can just shift playing styles uh, every game and not stay consistent with it. But you look at the Penguins, like, what do you think of speed, um, determination, getting in on the forecheck, and a lethal power play and the star power. But most importantly, it is speed. You think of the Penguins, it's speed, full force coming at you. And Mike Sullivan has really established that since since taking over. That's what won the two cups, 100%. Exactly. Carl Hagelin, they brought in, you know. Phil Kessel's um, fast, man. Super Phil Kessel's fast. fast. Yeah, you can't, can't <laughs> underestimate Phil the Thrill. Um, yeah, they had some other speedy players on that team. Uh, Brian, Brian Rust, uh, Connor Sheary, or Sherry. Um, yeah, and, Sherry. <laughs> yeah, Sherry. We found, we found out about that name change like a year later, or the pronunciation, like a year, <laughs> year after he scored all the big goals. Um, but uh yeah, so I think, you know, even now with, with Lafferty and, and Aston Reese and they still have Rust, but all these guys that have come in from the AHL system, they're just fast. And that's why they can play so well under Mike Sullivan, and that's why they can still win a lot of games. Like, if you look at the Pittsburgh Penguins on paper, you, like you see, you see Crosby, you see Malkin, you see Gensel, and you expect, like, this team to be, you know, pretty elite – but then you look at like the bottom six, there's not really too many names that stand out to you, but they've won like 23 games so far this season. They're fighting for first place in their division. And you're wondering like how, and I, I don't know what it is. I think it's, I think it's the playing style. I think just the speed that and they're that, able to generate. That's the thing. And you know what? It brings up the next question. Like will Crosby and Malkin be able to, win another cup i don't know if that was actually the next question but it wasn't the next question but yeah that's a great transition let's go to it now um because like if yeah. they can keep 
this system going where they're getting these fast players and they're getting and they they can just use Crosby and Malkin and Latang even as long as they can, as many years as they can get out of them. I think they can bring home at least one more. I'd love to see Crosby get one more. And yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Let's jump full, fully into this because I think this is like the biggest talking point of the podcast. Like Crosby and Malkin, where's their career going to go from here? Do the Penguins ever trade them? Do they win another cup? Do they just, you know, do they miss the playoffs at all in, in their era? That would be quite something if they just don't miss the playoffs at all in the Crosby and Malkin era. Um, so, yeah, I think where I'm at, like, you can definitely build around Crosby and Malkin. And obviously their playing styles are terrific. They're two of the most elite players in the world. But another thing is the money that they make and the contract situation. Crosby has set the Penguins up really nicely, taking an 8.7 mil a year uh, deal. This guy is one of the best players in the world. Technically, he could be making like 12 mil a year if he really wanted to. The Penguins would give that to him, but he's a nice guy. He he understands that there has to be more players around him in order to win. Um, so he's going to take winning a cup over making money. And then same with Malkin, I guess, like nine and a half mil is a little bit more. But at the time he signed it, that was, you know, pretty fair. And looking back on it now, it's it's still a pretty good contract with, you know, guys on the Leafs. You know, I don't have to look too far making yeah. a lot more money than they should be. Um, but uh, but yeah, what do you think? Do you, do you think that the, the Penguins can can win another Stanley Cup with Crosby and Malkin? Yes, 100 percent. Yeah, 110 percent. Um yeah, Do you think like they it, can win this year? So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope, but um, I think they could win this year. And you know what? This year might be even the best year they have to do it. Uh, like if you think about it, Crosby's just getting older. Like maybe this is potentially the best year and it'll only slightly get worse. We'll see. But um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Gretzky's got four. I want Crosby at least to talk Gretzky. Gretzky's got four. Yeah, I, I think he could do it. I, I really do. I think just the players that are are even playing with Crosby right now, like you look at Gensel and, and Rust and Crosby, that's just a dominant line. And if you get hot at the right time in the playoffs, like you can definitely pull it off. So I think I think there's definitely a chance that they still won another cup in Pittsburgh um and that's the other point to this question like can they win another cup like they could win another cup somewhere else but in pittsburgh is a different story i don't see them getting traded and i i honestly just don't see a reason why the penguins would have to do it either because like at at this point in their careers like you're not going to be able to get like a big package in return i don't think at least yeah especially like you for might Malkin. be able to get like a couple first round picks or like maybe one yeah a decent player for Malkin but well Malkin's a little bit different because I think Malkin is slowing down a little bit this year he hasn't been the most productive um but then again it might just be because he's been banged up a little bit he's been injured um but nine and a half million dollars for a guy who I believe he's 34 or 35 years old 34 um, i think 34 um i think you know a team might not be willing to pay too too much for him 
Um, but you would still be able to get at least a first. Um, Crosby, yeah, if you if the Penguins trade Crosby now, yeah, you get two firsts for sure, especially if you trade him to a contender that's going to win in the next couple of years. Like maybe you could get two firsts and like a high-level prospect for – it's Sidney Crosby. That's You're going to get a big deal back. But I think as they age and like the Penguins aren't going to trade them in the next like two, three years at least, I don't think so because they're still going to be in contention, right? Like why would you trade them if you're still trying to win a cup um, at the same time? So I think down the road, it just wouldn't really make sense to trade them at like 37, 38 years old when you're not really going to get too much back. And you're also like, I don't think Crosby would would even want to leave. I don't know if Malkin would want to leave that much. And you're kind of jeopardizing the legacy that they left on, on, uh, on Pittsburgh. So do you, do you think that if they were to leave it, it would kind of change what people maybe not what people think about them, but ruin their legacy a little bit if they were to leave and go to another team? I mean, I would definitely feel a little, yeah. Like if I saw a Crosby or Malkin in a different Jersey, like that would be a little heartbreaking. Like, but um, I think Crosby's like going to retire a a penguin for sure. I don't see him like, like he, he could definitely sign a cheaper contract at any time just to retire a penguin that's true it is but, so like you mean like if he does get traded and then come back and and retire as a penguin or no like uh, i just don't see him getting traded yeah i don't know i don't think they would do that yeah i i don't i don't see it either like you would obviously have to ask permission i think to both of them, Crosby or Malkin, or you can even put Latang in that category as well. Like, like we're only gonna trade you if if you want to leave. Like, if you really want to stay, we're we're gonna keep you, no matter how good the return is. Uh, just because you guys have done so much for our franchise, like it's we don't want to ruin anything. Like, the worst case scenario would be like they trade away one of the big three, and then after they retire you hear like some bad talking coming out from one of the three saying like, I didn't want to leave and they still traded me. Or you hear like some bad talk about the Penguins organization. I don't think the Penguins would ever want to risk having a bad reputation with one of their star players. Yeah. Um, so you got to, you got to keep them happy, even though you are considering trading them. But I, yeah, I, I just don't think they would. Um, so how many cups are we talking if if they were to stay just the one or or could they could they finish with with five in total in their career wow five would be legendary for sure yeah yeah Um, like it's definitely possible like any year uh, a team with crosby and malkin could could win the cup but my opinion like it's going to be tough to still win one. Like it, it is tough to, to win the cup, um, but I could definitely see them doing it. I think it will have to be soon though. Like it's going to have to be real soon because these guys are getting older. So, um, and this year as well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. I, I don't know They they have a really good team. They do. There's just so many other good teams as well. It's tough to say. I don't have yeah. the same like vibe as I did in, in 2016, 27 or confidence, I guess I didn't have the same confidence in this team that I, than I did back then. 
um, like Jason Zucker is basically replacing Phil Kessel, kind of. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up earlier because you mentioned Nick Benino and like Pittsburgh had Phil yeah. Kessel with him on their third line. So you got Crosby, Malk, and Kessel spread, spread out on three lines, which was just dangerous. Yeah. But um, like if Pittsburgh is to go for uh, – I'm kind of off topic, but if Pittsburgh is to go for another like multiple cups with Crosby and Malkin and the Tang, I think they need one more guy like they did with Kessel. Okay. Like, you know, another big piece that can bring a lot to the team, whether it's defenseman or forward, I don't know, but. Can Jake Gensel be that guy? Can you move Jake Gensel to the third line? Yeah, but like move him off the Crosby line and like dominate on his own if you move Mm -hmm. him down to the third line like Kessel did. And that would obviously give them so much more balance into their lineup. But I guess the question is, do you think Gensel like is there yet to like carry his own line? I don't. I just don't know if that's that's a hard question. I don't know yeah. if that's like uh, if that's like his player type almost. You know, like um, like he's a scorer. He's just gonna put in goals, and uh, I think he just puts in more with Crosby. And I think right now it just makes sense. But um, yeah, I think he could be on his third line. I think he could probably do fine down there, but he needs top line minutes, I think. And just like, yeah, I agree with that. too. Like, like, yeah, Crosby, Crosby playing with him. That's kind of, you know, that, that duo has been terrific for them. And if you take that duo apart, then it it might not work out. Um, I don't know. I feel like I do agree with you though. I think if they were to like win even maybe another cup, there still has to be a key piece that comes in and kind of takes a little bit of weight off Crosby and Malkin's shoulders and just solidifies a little bit more depth. I don't think it will be a defenseman. I really like their defensive core. Latang, Dumoulin, Marino, um, Matheson's been huge. Um, some other guys have been key that have stepped up except for Cody Cece. Um, and then their goaltending situation is... I honestly, do you think their goaltending situation is, is Stanley cup caliber? Like it, I know I guess, it's, it is tough to say like Murray and flurry is a high standard, but. Murray and flurry is, is very high standard. Yeah. And I, um, I really gassed them up earlier. Casey <laughs> to Smith and Tristan JRE, but, um, I think the two of them, like with Crosby, Malkin, and the tang, like, like a great team, I think they could win a cup. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We'll see how it, how it plays out. Like if the Smith does take over Jari or like over the next year, like we'll see. Um, cause they're both young and we really don't know like their potential. I mean, they're both starters, I think. Yeah. But yeah, we don't know. And like, like for, for the goalie situation, like that's going to like goalies are always a, a pivotal part in winning the cup you need to get a goalie hot at the right time in order to win. And Jari and DeSmith, I don't think they're going to be leaving for a while. So they kind of have to be the tandem to win a Stanley cup with this group because like, it's, it's going to be tough to, uh, 
to bring in someone else, I guess, or it's tough for me to see them leaving right now, especially since they've played so well. Um, Unless you bring in like a Frederick Anderson in the off season, if the Leafs don't resign him, Um, but he's going to cost a lot of money and stuff. I think the contract situation is really nice with Jari and and DeSmith set up. DeSmith is making like nothing. Um, And Jari's making what, like a couple mil. So I'm not sure how much is the Smith. Like I think it's like one mil or like nine twenty k. Yeah, he's pretty cheap, but that's before he's done great this year. So he could use a payday. I don't know when his contract is up, but like you said, he was a starter. So another team could could maybe get after him then. Maybe the Leafs. <laughs> maybe the Leafs. Um, yeah, that you know what? That's a good transition because we we are gonna talk some some Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, but first. Anything else you want to talk about the Penguins, um, predictions for the future, anything at all? Um, I guess we covered pretty much everything, but uh, I just hope I don't know. I'm I, I'm gonna disagree with you. I have more. I have pretty good confidence with this team. Of from what I've seen so far, and like the East Division is tough. So, like, yeah. They are doing well, and I think they are a little underrated right now um, behind some of the bigger teams, I guess. But yeah, I agree yeah. with those points. Yeah. And, and I think, like, as we're shooting this, they're only three points out of first place in the division. So they can snake that. And then you never know. Home ice throughout could, could be beneficial. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with the Penguins. And, it's going to be an exciting uh, end end to the season for sure. And if they can make it past the second round, then who knows? Maybe we see another cup in the Crosby Malkin era. But yeah, that, that was some good discussion on the pens. But let's move on to the Leafs. Um, kind of the same thing for them. Just how um, have you been watching much of the, the Leafs or I guess no more Penguin stuff? More Penguins, but yeah. I've caught maybe like uh, three or four Leafs games this year. So, okay. But well, like, you, I don't you know, know I check the, team, I check so. the scores and yeah. stuff. So yeah, you know the team. So yeah. um yeah, first place in, in the North Division. But I mean, you don't really have to be watching to Leafs the Leafs to kind of know what's up with them. Like everybody knows, you know, the struggles that they've had in, in the playoffs in the past years and the struggles Leafs Nation has dealt with, you know, for the past fifty plus years. Um so they've looked okay this year you know first place isn't too too bad but they're just hanging on by a thread jets are you know on their tail um but their offense has been great i've liked the veteran presences that have been brought in to kind of mesh with the young guys the defensive cores looked real good um question mark in net though anderson is out right yeah, now. what's going on with that yeah freddie's out right now he's dealing with i don't know what it is but apparently he's been dealing it dealing with it for like the whole season uh but he's just been put on ir right now um jack campbell is eight and oh yeah as, as the leafs goalie he's been phenomenal uh and michael hutchison he's actually starting tonight i believe um and like he's not the greatest so i'm not too happy if anderson will be out uh, a long long time but the one thing with this is um if anderson is out um for a while, the Leafs can put him on LTIR, and that will put him um, put his salary um, eligible to not to not count against the cap. So that clears up like five million dollars of cap space, 
for them to make a move at the deadline. Huge. And what could that deadline move move be? We got to talk Taylor Hall. We got to talk Taylor <laughs> Hall. Like I've been thinking about the possibility of Taylor Hall and that yeah. would be unreal. That top six. The top six is already nasty, but yeah, bringing, is. bringing him in would just be lethal. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, you think it's a green light for the Leafs to, to get Taylor Hall? Like there will have to be some, um, you know, some really uh, tough moves, I guess. If, if they want to bring him in, guys are going to have to leave uh, maybe a top prospect. Um, and also, the money is going to have to work itself out if they want to bring in a guy who's making, I think it's eight mil a year for Hall right now. So if Freddie doesn't go on IR, then Buffalo is probably going to have to retain 50% of it. And then the Leafs are going to have to make up $4 million somehow, some way. But overall, you think it's just a positive bringing, bringing this guy in Taylor Hall. It's not going to hurt them. I don't know. He's got what? Two goals. How many goals does he have? <laughs> Two yeah, you know what? I don't think I've seen a goal actually this year from him, so I can't really say. But <laughs> yeah, around two goals, that's not good at all. No. Um, but it's Taylor Hall at the end of the day. He won the MVP, what, two or three years ago? Yeah. Um, so I think if, with Leafs, with Taylor Hall in their lineup – like with what they got right now, if they don't have to sacrifice anyone on their active roster or anyone important, like who could you imagine like Kerfoot or like, it would have to be Kerfoot just because he's making three and a half mil and he's on the third line. It just makes sense to to trade him. It's kind of like a Janssen or a Kapanen, which we didn't even yeah. talk about Kapanen in the Penguins. Oh yeah. We didn't even <laughs> uh, it's because he's been injured. Oh man. Yeah. No, he's been a, He's been a good addition too, and speed, right? That's just the whole, you know, Jim Rutherford's mindset: speed. Perfect so. pickup. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it would have to be Kerfoot going back in a Hall trade. Probably Pierre Engvall as well, who's making I think one point two mil. Um, just to make the the money situation work, he'll have to go back, and then probably a first round pick, and maybe a prospect. But at the same time, I think Buffalo is just in a bad situation and their ownership doesn't really know what they're doing maybe the Leafs could just you know not have to give up a prospect at all in that deal and and get Hall um because Buffalo is going to lose Hall anyways he's a free agent at the end of the year so they they kind of just want to move on from him but um do you think forward is kind of the way that the Leafs need to to go at the deadline like adding a forward or or adding a defenseman or maybe even a goalie well what do you think is like their key position of need um i just feel like i haven't really uh just since i haven't really watched them i don't really know like i know they've been struggling they haven't been able to beat the oilers right is that what's going on or uh, they've just been doing poorly overall yeah that you're right they well they've kind of been like 500 i think with the oilers or maybe okay. a bit over 500 they they've handled most teams uh pretty good except for the senators actually senators oh, have kind of i think they've <laughs> lost two games against the Sens. uh but other than that they've looked good um but uh but yeah like i guess uh i think i think it's gotta be it's tough to say like their defensive core has been better than i expected them to be like they got riley brody muzzin hall and then uh, Bogosian and Dermot on the bottom pair. 
which is pretty solid. I think it's, it's more of a defensive grounded defensive core than in years past. Um, but uh, I really like Bogosian. Um, Justin Hall has stepped up big time. I don't really think they need to look too much into their defensive core unless it is an upgrade over Dermot. Um, but then he would probably have to go out the door in that trade as well. So I don't know if the Leafs want to lose a young player like him. Um, goalies, I think you kind of have to be set with, with Freddie Campbell and Hutchison unless you find out that Anderson like might not even come back this year. And then you, you have to get a goalie. Like even though Jack Campbell has been eight and O you can't risk him getting injured and having Michael Hutchison in net for most of your playoff games. So if Freddie's not coming back goalie is, is priority. But uh, other than that forward Taylor Hall. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say no to Taylor Hall. Oh, I'm gonna really? say, I'm gonna say no to him just because I don't know if he really like. Okay, don't get me wrong. It's Taylor Hall. It's gonna be a positive impact no matter what if you can get him offense, offense, offense. But I don't think the Leafs really need to like throw everything in the basket for Taylor Hall, who's just basically known for his offense. He's not gonna provide much help defensively in his own zone. He's not a physical presence at all, which is what wins you games in the playoffs. So, you know, there, there's a lot of pros to Taylor Hall, but there's also, you know, a lot of cons. He doesn't really play the playoff-style game. Um, and Leafs Nation probably doesn't like to hear that. They're all hyped up. They want Taylor Hall, the big name. But at the same time, there is some downside to it, and you might want to look at some other players. Um, but uh, there's not too many, like, like, I don't know if you've heard, like, Kyle Palmieri. He's a name that the Leafs have been linked to. I think the Penguins may even be linked to him as well. He's been sitting out. I think he's oh. sitting out tonight's game. Um, so they are going to trade him, the Devils. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not necessarily the biggest physical guy as well, but more so than Taylor Hall, I would say. And he can also put the puck in the back of the net. Um, there's uh, Andrew Mangiapane on the Calgary Flames. Mm-hmm. Strong defensive guy, great on the penalty kill. I think I would really love the Leafs to get him, maybe even a bit more so than Hall, to be honest. (laughs) Like, I I mean, the thing is with Hall is it's one year, like he's just going to play for the playoffs. Like David Price, you know, just coming in at the deadline and just dominating. So, yeah, I I think the possibility to get Hall is is actually like not too far-fetched. I think they can definitely pull it off. Um, I just don't think that it's exactly what we need you know um it's not a good fit yeah i don't know if it's the best fit but then again it's, it's taylor hall and if he meshes with Tavares and nylander then like it's gonna be great that's the thing like just the possibility of it it could yeah. be a like a wow factor like taylor hall on the leaves but or even drop him down to the third line and then you have like what the penguins had Ooh. you know Matthews, Tavares, Hall. Maybe. Maybe. It, it could happen. It could happen. Um, before we get into some really exciting stuff, um, I just want to know some playoff predictions from you. Um, Eastern Conference final predictions and Western Conference final predictions. And then I guess just who wins the cup and, and or who makes the cup final and, and who wins. Um what do you got? You got any predictions written down? 
I do not, and You're I not? haven't okay. really thought about it to be honest. But okay, okay. Um, I'd say in the West, um, I'd probably go with the Avs and yep. uh, and maybe Vegas. Right. Okay. Favorites. Yeah. Okay. Um, in the East, this is where it gets interesting. But, <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, like, if Pittsburgh's healthy, yeah, I want to yeah, put Pittsburgh you gotta in the go third for round. Yeah. I want to put Pittsburgh in the third round. Right, right, right. Um, who they're playing against? Um, I don't know. Caps, Leafs. Actually, it they can't the play Caps. caps. Yeah, yeah, they can't play the Caps. What am I saying? Um, yeah, Leafs. Leafs. Yeah, okay. Um, Do it. Let's go. I want to see that. Leafs, Penguins. That's going to um, be a tough one for me. I'd be happy with either winning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, same. Well, actually, no. I'd be crushed if the Leafs lost in the third round. Oh, true. Probably more so than the Penguins. I'll be cheering for the Leafs in that series for sure. But uh, I could see that. So, so I guess you know I'll just save you from doing this debate. Penguins make it to the final. <laughs> and win the cup. <laughs> they win the cup. Who do they beat in the cup final? Is it is it Vegas? Like we wow, bringing Ooh. it all the way back to the beginning of the podcast where we talked about Flurry. You think it's Vegas, Pittsburgh? Then that's your prediction. Mm, uh, I think I'd probably take the Abs. Okay. Just from what I've seen, some of the highlights and stuff, um, and they got so many players: Rantanen, Landeskog, McKinnon, McCarr, yeah. and I don't know. I definitely think uh, definitely think that would be cool too, having uh, Nathan McKinnon, Sidney Crosby, two uh, Halifax guys they're like oh, yeah. close friends and stuff so that'd be interesting but yeah 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 and um i'm not even sure like the way the divisions are working this year so there might not even be a chance that the penguins play the leafs in the conference final but they might play in the cup final they might play against Whoa. each other in the cup final i think there's a chance of that the NHL playoff bracket is so confusing right now. I'm not sure. They'll probably, you know, give us a clear picture, like closer to playoff time. But I think there's a possibility because I remember talking about it um, like earlier on in the season, the Leafs could have played Boston in the cup final. Whoa. Yeah. If that, imagine if, if they lost. I'm at, yeah. Well, imagine crying, if go to game, game seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I guess just ignoring whatever the playoff bracket is like, it's tough to go against. I, I'm not going to say the Penguins. I'm not going to say the Penguins um, just because let's change it up a little bit. And I don't want to say the Leafs either because I just don't want to set myself up for disappointment. Um, I'm going to say Montreal. Montreal makes uh, the conference final. They come out of the, the North Division. Um, and I'll say that they play... Uh, this the next one's tough because I don't even know like the the division setup, so I can't. It's it's tough to say, but I'll go. I'll go Washington, Washington, Montreal in the Eastern Conference Final or whatever the Div- Conference Final it yeah, is. Whatever and then, called. yeah, and then in the other one, I'll go with Vegas, just because I think they're a better defensive team than Colorado, and that will benefit them if they play each other. Um, and then. Looking at some other teams, who else could it be? Um, I, I feel like Tampa is a possibility, but 
just because I, th- I think the divisions are messed up. I think Tampa could play in that like other side of the conference. Um, Cause they're also in the Nashville division and the Chicago division. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Columbus too. Yeah. So I, I, I'll, I will say Tampa, I'll say Tampa and Vegas, Washington, Montreal. I will say Vegas beats Tampa, Montreal beats Washington. And I'm going to say the Montreal Canadiens win the Stanley cup. Wow. That, that is that is my prediction. I said it as a hot take on yeah, the big league say. like a couple weeks ago. And yeah, it's it would be quite something if that happened. But I think they have a really good team. Um, and I think they could do it. Do you, you think Montreal has any chance at, at winning the cup? I mean, they've been they like they do have a good team and like they've been playing pretty good. That'd be crazy. But uh It'd be nice just to see a Canadian team win. So, yeah, I think if there was a Canadian team to like to ever win the cup in the coming years, it would be this year just because they have a great shot at it. Um, first two rounds of the playoffs, right? They're, they're playing against each other. One of the Canadian teams will make the third round. Um, I think it will come down to either the Leafs or the Canadians, though. I don't really know if it, it will be another team. Um, you you could you see like Edmonton or, or Winnipeg making it? That's the thing. Uh, I I haven't watched much, but um, I don't know. Do you think McDavid yeah. can get out of the second round? He'd he'd have to do it himself. <laughs> like, yeah, and he could do it if he wants. He's that good. Um, but uh, I I'm not sure. So yeah. yeah um we'll have to wait and see what happens there it's going to be an exciting finish to this nhl season um we got some some bigger stuff to talk about now and joining us joining us in the matter of seconds uh you guys know him he's been a big part of the podcast for perfect timing omar mustafa how are you doing today omar i'm doing great how are you guys (laughs) we're doing good we've been recording for like the past 50 minutes we're just continuing this thing right now. Um, and I don't really know where to go from here. This is where I'm going to hand it off to Matt, I think, because he's got some explaining to do. He's been working on something big. And Matt, I want you to tell the viewers what you got going on. For sure. Um, could I share my screen? Oh, sure. Definitely. Let's see if I can. Make oh, it says you... disabled. Omar, I'll uh, hand it off there. to you for now. Oh, uh, well, what did I miss first? What have you guys been talking about so far? Oh, we've been talking about some sports, some Pittsburgh Penguins, some Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, Matt's had some really good opinions on that stuff. So, all right. All right. Yes. And uh, Matt is the host now. I'm the host of Unlimited. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) Take it away. I'm I'm sitting back now. Unlimited with Matthew Rickett. Okay, so... Basically, I've been uh, with Omar's help. That's why he's here. Uh, <laughs> why are you shaking your head? Uh, it was mostly you. I just came in to just cheer you on pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've uh, started making uh, my first video game. I've been learning programming for the past four months. Um, I mostly just learned from YouTube videos and Google searches. But um, yeah, so I'll show what's what we got. 
Let's see it. Yeah, this has been pretty impressive to watch from my end. Oh, jeez, like, what yeah. is going on here? <laughs> it's all gibberish to me. <laughs> Just ignore that for now. <laughs> I have no idea what this game is, so I am just as cool. Oh, you haven't as seen the, it yet? I haven't seen anything. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, so uh, it's a pretty simple game, but um, so this is the main menu. I plan to release it on the App Store um, eventually. Okay. Um, so we can hop into solo here and this is the world select screen. So I get to select what world you want. This is unfinished. As you can see, that's just a boring snowman. Wait, I don't uh, think we can see it. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's still, it's still on the main menu for me. Still on the main menu. Yeah. Oh, now we see it. You okay. See it? Yep. Okay. Yep. It's good now. Oh, oh maybe okay. because, uh, um, it's only sharing the screen of like the first. Yeah, you need to you need to you need to keep hitting this start thing to to update it. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I think it must have something to do with being full screen. I guess. Um, I don't know. I can fix that actually. Yeah. One okay. sec. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's going to the game the as we speak. <laughs> you need to get rid of this. Oh okay. no way! No way! You you're able to take it off full screen now. Yeah. Oh damn. I think. I hope. Okay. Wow. This is pretty cool stuff. All right. There we go. Damn. All right. This is a little intro. Box in the middle. Yeah, I see it now. Oh yeah, I see the bo- yeah, I see the box in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um. So yeah. Let's yeah. Go. Cool. So this is world select. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wild West is the first world. I only have one level at the moment. Um. But here it is. Okay. Uh, so you can select your skin. These are temporary skins. <laughs> Don't about those. Um, uh, yeah. So this is a game. Basically, all you are doing is uh, collecting cash that is coming down. But you have to be careful because, uh, like, some items might be dangerous and harmful to you. Um, and other things could drop. Like, I'm thinking, like, potions and all sorts of things and even random things. Omar wants a horse to drop out of the sky. <laughs> yes, <I> do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it right now. Um, but it's in very early production. So, but basically with the money you collect, you can spend things at the shop, uh, buy like skins or whatever. And then also there's going to be like a 1v1 game mode as well jeez yeah. that's really cool how long did this take you to make uh literally the first line of code i wrote for this project was probably in february yeah okay yeah so <clears throat> yeah and okay. you've even been working on it like the entire time right you you took breaks um yeah yeah it was really impressive to watch because like you started learning code in january right or did you start december december oh december okay yeah you started learning to program in december so that's crazy started on this like two months in and now he's like this far into it and it looks like a proper game and it looks really good it looks really really good like i'd play that for sure um and and the skins i like the skins that's those are my favorite part (laughs) um 
So you, you mentioned about putting this on, on the app store at some point. Yeah. What, what do you got planned for that? Uh, when can we expect that uh, to be released? Um, I'd say probably, I don't know. Maybe I still have to learn how to do that. So, right. Okay. Um, You're going to be spending a little bit of money out of your pocket, I think, to, to put yeah. that on the app store. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Um, but definitely a couple of months at least before it's ready. But the first version, I want to get the first version out on computer, on PC first. Okay. Um, and that might be soon, like a month, a month to two months. Okay. Is there anything I can put in the description about, uh, about you can this? Put my TikTok. Your TikTok? <laughs> okay. And uh, my YouTube. <laughs> Sure, I just post sure. like updates on the game. So, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, you can send, send me those stuff. I'll, I'll put, put that in the description for sure. Um, Omar, what, what, what stands out to you most about this game and, um, how, how, how has it been for you helping Matt out on this project? Um, I mean, like, like I said, what stands out the most to me is that Matt just started learning programming and he's this far into it. Like when I was when I like when I was like two months into it, I was nowhere close to like making a game. <laughs> so yeah. so yeah, that's just been blowing my mind. Um uh yeah, I think I think he's got like a there's so much like yeah, like he like he said, there's so many ideas that he can go with this game. So it's gonna be really fun to watch. Uh but um what was it what was the second question? <laughs> um how has it been just like helping him out with it? Oh, uh, I don't, I don't know if I've helped him very much. Like I would just yeah, hop in that. every now and then. <laughs> Solved like, many, many issues. I, I yeah. like, no, I just, I, I come in, he shows me the game. It's like, oh, wow, you've come so far. Uh, and then, and then from there, he just like solves the problems on his own. And I just like sit there and pretend like I'm helping. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, everybody needs a mentor though. And I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you've helped him out a lot on this. Yeah. Uh, yes. If you say so, I, I, it's been, it's the, it's definitely been fun to, to see him like work through it either way. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see this on the actual app store and hopefully on steam. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the plan. We'll see, but <laughs> hopefully there's no major setbacks, but it's been pretty, like I haven't had any like issues so far, you know, like coming to this point, like it's been pretty straightforward and it's just come easy to me. Like I just enjoy doing it and right. learning about it. And I can't relate to the program I'm taking right now in university. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, this has been very distracting. I but... bet. Yeah. It's a good hobby though. And you've yeah, learned a yeah. lot from it, obviously. And it's terrific. So mm-hmm. thank you. But it's great yeah so, even yeah. if it's uh even if it's not like uh related to what you're doing in school and you're keeping like an extra career path open i'd say um and uh yeah i think i think like like i've i've told you this matt before like even even if you're not gonna make any money off of it i think programming is just a useful skill to have in general Cause you can just use it for so many things in your day-to-day life. Like he, he made like a budgeting 
program for himself just so he could just like <laughs> just so he could just like uh no longer in use but <laughs> yeah well you, it was in use for a while it was yeah. I, i'd say it seemed pretty useful uh yeah when budget bot 2 comes out <laughs> that one that <laughs> one you know. might be able to make some money off of it but <laughs> but yeah yeah All right cool yeah well I'm, I'm excited to see this on the app store and see you promoting it a lot and i think it's going to get a lot of downloads and yeah it's it's really cool what you guys have, have come up with so yeah oh, remember you, the name you. cash cowboy <laughs> cash cowboy, cowboy. coming and soon matt's matt's tiktok and youtube will be in the description below um yeah, hd that's it i i don't think they can i don't think the yeah. audience can see this but i'm doing the, the oh yeah thing. oh yeah matt's still sharing his screen yeah uh <laughs> yeah here, here the audience go. knows i'm Perfect. sure yeah. when he says link in the description i think yeah. you guys know at this point <laughs> yep yeah. um I, i'm thinking we got to do a, a jome episode at some point too oh we got get, get jay on as well people got to know the story of jome so <laughs> the I origins the origin story yeah. um so i think that's that's got to be in the works probably for the summer for sure it's got to be on on one of the episodes um it's good um omar thank you very much for coming on this last bit of the episode really appreciate it always and, good to be here okay you'll be back in uh, two weeks i will be all right awesome yeah you'll be back <laughs> is in that two, long it every fifth episode? episode what do you mean man? why is that two weeks from now what what episode are we on this is episode 43 43 oh is it just because you're busy with school uh i'm just yeah i'm just doing like five episodes a week <laughs> i'm doing one a week i'm doing one a yeah. week until the end of the school year ends and then i'm probably going to do two a week uh starting gotcha. that so, so it's going to be a lot sooner every five episodes then it's going to be like yeah. every two weeks so yeah um matt thank you so much for coming on it's been a great time talking to you uh great stuff on on the penguins and and the leafs as always um any final remarks from from you before you go uh, thanks for having me and uh, shout out Omar again for the help. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, like the video. We're also on Spotify. Check us out there. Follow at Unlimited Pod on Instagram as well. We'll be back next week. See you guys later. Take care and peace. <laughs>